Hi peeps, welcome to another Direct Misfire Missive, and tonight is the Convict Wrap-Up. Tonight I have with me, as always, my trusty co-host Benson. Hello. And we have a special guest, the one, the only, Matthew Selleck. How's it going? Howdy. Hello. Is there any other Matthew Selleck's that you know of? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay, um, all right. So perhaps you are the one and only. I could be. Let's just say yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, how about we just get into it? Yes. Um, so what was Convict? Uh, it was a two-day event held in Springvale, Melbourne, uh, Kings of War, uh, and it was a seven-game tournament and the games escalated in points. Uh, we all attended, and we're just going to give you a bit of a rundown on what we thought and how we went. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to start us off? Um, the first day was the first two games, a 1,000 points. What did you end up taking? I took my... Abyssals. Uh, I don't have my list in front of me, so maybe someone else can start. Selick, <laughs> <laughs> yourself? All right. So uh, for me, I ran the Ogres. Um, so my first tournament with uh, in Kings of War. So it was a bit of an experimental period. So my 1,000-point uh, list started off with Army Standard Bearer with uh, the Holy Grenades, two vanilla horde units of warriors, a Berserker Braves regiment uh, with the Scryer of Zalek, uh, just a regiment of red goblins and a horde of red goblins with the jar of four winds for the extra range and a red goblin blaster to be blasting things, hopefully. Mm. Mm. And how did you think it went overall? Like, did you think the um, goblins did what they were supposed to do? Did the blaster survive? The, I, I think it was the user error with the uh, blaster, and that's not on the red goblins. It's actually on me using it. Um, okay. So it, it was a little bit... Uh, not knowing what I was meant to be doing. But the Goblins, mixed bag. Um, so in my first game there with the 1,000 points against uh, Mike Crossman, it was, uh, I think, my first or second shots. I uh, fired 20 a volley into one of the night units, got nine wounds and nearly panicked them off to the board. But uh, unfortunately, he managed to hang around and wave it, I think. so. Mm. Mm. Right. And that... Unfortunately, it was the first game where they peaked, and uh, it was all downhill <laughs> for the remaining six games of the tournament. Some uh, things to look forward to. Then. Yeah. Um, what was the first game? It was Kill Scenario? Yes. Yep. And what were you up against? So I was up against Mike Crosbin. Um, so I forget what army he was actually using. Brotherhood. Yeah. Brotherhood, that's them. Uh, so it was three, predominantly, I'm not going to get his army correct, yeah, but uh, three... Uh, large knight units uh it was a very quick list two of the hunters there and one lord obviously mike's pretty experienced and it's a, such a quick list um so he made pretty short work of me um i managed to sort of hang around a little bit and got a couple of uh, lucky charges off right at the end uh, and managed to bring it back for a draw but um mike very good with that quick list mm. And what was the second game? We'll just get your first two out of the way and then we'll move on to Spoon if he's got his army ready. Yeah, I've got, got it ready now. Okay. Yeah, sure. So uh, round number two for me was against Peter. And this um, was so Invade? This was Invade, yep. Um, and he was using uh, the Undead at that point. So first time I'd ever played Undead, 
Um, so the shenanigans with the surge, um, mm. I think he had 24 surge, and uh, the the one call out here is he had to uh, do a 15 inch surge to get into the flank of my knights that I had, and it was it was pretty much all over I think. So hmm. right, yeah. so it just fell apart again. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't good to watch. <laughs> it was awkward. And yeah, do you remember your scores for the first two games? Yep, so I got a draw, obviously, in the first round, so that was 10-10, and uh, against Peter, it was a 15-5 loss to me. Okay, so you've got some points, though. Yeah. All right. How about yourself, Spoon? Now that I have my list in front of me, uh-huh. <laughs> I can go over game one and two. So I took uh, Forces of the Abyss uh, for this tournament, and I had a unit of uh, a regiment of Flamebearers with Jar of the Four Winds. I had a troop of Gargoyles, uh, a horde of Lower Abyssals, Naked, I had an Abyssal Champion on a horsey with Lightning Bolt 5. I had an Efreet with Brew of Haste because I had 15 extra points. And I took some allies. I took a horde of Night Stalker Fiends. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, those Fiends kind of stuck throughout all seven games, all three army lists. Yeah, not a lot of my army list changed, even when I got to 2,000 points. I tried to keep the same units in, so I didn't have to paint as much. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, okay, so how'd your first game go? Game one went really well, which is something strange for me. I played Stacks and his dwarves, mm. uh, and being kill and him not having a lot of shooting, which is also weird coming from dwarves. Mm. He had uh, five regiments, uh, the crushing two guys. Shield breakers. Crushing two, crushing one, whatever they are. Yeah, shield breakers. And two Greater Earth Elementals. Yep. And he had to trundle down the field, and I just shot him apart, pretty much. Hmm. So that one ended in an 18-2. And then I played Ben. Yes. I played you again. And how did that go? Horribly. <laughs> I don't know. From what I remember, it went pretty well. Yeah, maybe from your side. One day I will beat you, and the world will know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I lost 19-1. I made a few stupid mistakes, wasn't aggressive enough, and didn't use my chaff when I had the chance. Yeah. In that game, I felt it was fairly easy because you didn't move at all. So I just kind of ran around you and was able to knock down your flanking um, horde of fiends, Mm. pivot, and then aim for the rest of your flank. I was more distracted by the little dick on a wolf, I think. Yeah. (laughs) You bigot. Yes, I'll get to that in a sec. Um, all right, how about I get on to it now? Yeah, I think I lost 19-1 or something. 19-1, yeah. 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 Um, so I was taking ogres with goblin allies. Uh, pretty straightforward list. The allies consisted of a regiment of goblin spitters, so just bows, and a more beast pack, just a troop for some chaff. Then for the ogres themselves, two hordes of warriors, an army standard with grenades, a goblin bigot on mount, and I gave him the diadem of dragonkind for a nice breath weapon, and then a goblin blaster and a giant. So fairly chunky there. Um, I thought it was an alright list. First game didn't go very well though. I was versing Rowan and he's undead, and I was playing fine. I was moving down the board fine. Just plinking a couple of wounds here and there. Um, he kept backing up and lightning bolt what he can. I got my little goblin bigot round the back of his and prepared to burn some things, and then I went to charge and it all just crumbled. Um, my blaster survived, I ran him into uh, range, so two units 
were in the blast range. And only just did a couple of damage points there. A horde charged into a regiment of um, the uh, Guardian Archers. Yep. Uh, and only did four wounds there. <laughs> and uh... then ended up being flanked by a giant that was just waiting for me to um, fail that. And everything just crumbled. I just couldn't kill anything. And um, There was just really one mistake that I made. Like, I just left a big enough gap in the centre of my line for his um, scavengers to fly over and charge some goblins. Yep. Um, so I just needed to move my goblins up a little bit so he didn't have room. But other than yeah. that, I played well. I just didn't roll well. Then it ended up in 119 loss. So, good start. <laughs> um, and then it was against you, and we know how that went. That yeah. was fabulous 19-1 win. <laughs> so that's halfway through. 1,500 points was the next. Selick, what did you add or change to your list? Yep, so I'm, I'm going to have to uh, go back uh, to my round two there. I've got the undeads. I played them tw- two in a row. So uh, right. it was Peter actually out outmaneuvered me there with some uh, werewolves, I think they are. Um, so that's what happened in the, the second round. The right. round that we're talking about now in the 1500s. Um, so I didn't do too much. I still had the army standard. I still had two hordes. Still had my goblin horde with the jar of four winds. Still had the blaster. Still had the goblin regiment uh, and the berserker braves. Uh, where I sort of expanded out is I put in a captain. I put in some knights and some mounted troops from the kingdoms of men to give me that little bit of movement that was required in my head uh, for the next two rounds, uh, obviously. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have got the first round there, round four. It's pillage, I think. Um, so I really needed the speed. Unfortunately, that didn't quite go to plan. Um, the undead obviously got that 15-inch surge and just absolutely ruined me. Uh, this was probably the worst thing that I've ever played uh, <laughs> so far out of my seven games at that Rough. point. Um, he really just uh, outplayed me. I think it was Ben's fourth game. So this is Ben Morrison that I played in round three. I think it was his fourth game against my sixth game. Uh, so I'm hope hopefully we played it correctly. But um, yeah, him getting that charge into my side there uh, was not ideal. Mm. And from there, I was always playing a little bit of a t- defense game. And I don't think I killed anything. Um, just managed to hold out for the one point. So I lost a 19-1. <laughs> right. Oh. It was a disgrace. Ah, uh, well, at least you got a point. It was. Very true, very true. It could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. um, so the major call out there is I think Ben got one wound on my blaster, who I had tactically had hidden away, but uh, got, got enough shooting off, did one wound. He rolled an 11, I think. It popped. I rolled a 6 um, for the blast explosion. Uh, it killed off half of my uh, goblin unit and then my uh, pistol ears, pretty much. They were massacred and then all it took was one wound on each of those and they both popped so i was losing things before i even moved right <laughs> uh, so that's why you always got to keep it just out of six inches that's that's very true always things, <laughs> things things you learn on round three yeah <laughs> second game so it's the second game on uh or round four was against stacks so that one here i was figured i couldn't do any worse um <laughs> <laughs> and this is the loot scenario? Uh, this was round five. So, yes, this was loot. So this one here, uh, I played pretty well, I think, against Dax. He, he was pretty unlucky, to be honest. Um, there's only one word that I have to really use here with Stax, and that's brutal. 
Um, he reminded me halfway through the game that uh, I keep forgetting brutal. Obviously, mm. a new player myself. So he reminded me, and I won that combat by one. We all had a bit of a laugh because it was uh, <laughs> didn't really matter. And uh, for the rest of the game, we had four more battles that I won on brutal, and it just cost him the game in the end. Hey, so, nice. Um, brutal for the win there. Um, I wouldn't say that I outplayed him at all by any uh, stretch of the imagination. I got a couple of nice. Uh, Rolls of the dice in really critical times. And then I got the three tokens to his two, I think. Um, so that, that worked out quite well. Uh, particularly around my characters being the ogre characters could actually claim the tokens. Mm. And that's how I ended up getting the 15-5 win. Mm. Good job. On the board. Yeah. Spoon. Okay, so jumping up to 1,500, a lot of my 1,000-point army stayed in my force. I don't think a lot changed, actually. So Flamebearers... Uh, regiment Jar of the Four Winds, the Gargoyles stayed, the Lower Abyssals, the Horde stayed, but I added Brew of Strength, the Tortured Souls Horde come in, and then I had two troops of Hellhounds, the Abyssal Champion on the Horsey stayed the same with the Lightning, the Efreet with Brew of Haste uh, stayed in, and the Night Stalker Horde, the Fiends, also stayed. So I didn't add a whole lot to my list. Mm. Game three, I played Andrew Goodman and his Abyssal Dwarves. This, what was the third game? Pillage, was it? Pillage, yeah. Pillage. No, that was uh, Dominate, sorry. Ah, oh, Dominate. Okay. I did get beaten quite well <laughs> in this game. A couple of, there was one turn where he took off three units in a turn, and I'm like, oh, wow, okay. There goes any chance of getting any points whatsoever. Not with that attitude. <laughs> no. Um, a couple of mistakes made, but we'll get past that, I think. Right. Just I'd rather not remember it. Uh, there were like Andrew forgot to roll his yellow ballad on his slave hawks, which whether it made a difference or not to where they charged. Mm. Well, I don't know. It could have changed a couple of things. And there was a couple of combats. I thought, oh, I've got a chance of surviving here. The big one that that mattered was the unit of grotesques, and I think it might have actually been his slave hawks charged my uh, lower abyssal horde. Ouch. And I thought I'd survived the, the combat by one, and then he said brutal, and then... <laughs> that was a round of, round of brutal. Yeah, that was, that was it. And I thought, well, because I had the Slave Orcs on a really reasonably high number for their, their damage taken, so if I had been able to counter charge, I would have got them, I reckon. Right. Yeah, so I might have pushed that. I think it was, it was either a 19-1 or a 20-0 loss to me. I think okay. it was 19-1. Uh, so 17-3 for round three against AG. Oh, there you go. It's yep. even better than what I thought it was. <laughs> so I've got to ask, obviously the yellow belly rule there, that's a one in six chance of not being able to do anything. Is that right? Yes, when you yeah. get a yep. charge in the front, they have to roll a dice. If it's a one, then they just don't do anything. Yep. So I'm, I'm curious, was there ever a time that that scenario actually happened and you uh, you lost, or how frequently did that happen? Because this could have t- technically got you maybe a couple of points there. Yeah? I uh, charged the front of two of my units. It would be at least two or three times. I think he had to charge the the uh, lower abyssals twice. I may be wrong. Might have only been the um, tortured souls once and the lower abyssals. I can't remember the game details. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, mm. that's all right. We'd got Mrs. that. Learned. We'd got that far through, and it's not like we could turn back the the clock. Yeah, two or three turns. So yeah, yeah. Uh, game four. I played Greg and his ogres. This one must have been pillage, was it? Uh, 
have to be. I remember having to stand on the whole bunch yeah, of tokens. Yeah, this yeah. one is filled. It was yeah. pillared, so yeah. it was on a four by five base. This one. Yeah. So this one was really interesting because I had Greg running around and he had no idea what to do. My hounds were chasing around his little lone mage character at the back of the board. A warlock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after three turns, he finally got a wound on him and rolled like ten or eleven on their move <laughs> check and. They pissed off, which was a bit unfortunate. Um, but I had him on the ropes, and I thought, oh, I've got this game in control. And then it got to turn five, and he'd actually managed to get rid of a lot of my scoring units. I only had a couple of individuals and maybe two or three units, so I couldn't couldn't score on the the um, objectives. But he had a couple of characters because the ogres aren't individuals. Yeah. He could contest or yeah. take objectives. So... I had more on the board, but he could actually contest stuff, and we ended up drawing. Hey. It was yeah, quite a good Not game. Not a bad result. Mm. Mm. Especially yeah. when you think that you're going to lose and <laughs> you pull out a draw. No, I, I thought I... Yeah, oh, Greg would have been thinking that, yeah. I thought I had him, but just didn't pan out that way. <laughs> but yeah, that was a really good game. Probably probably the most enjoyable game I had over the whole tournament. Hmm. Yeah, he's <laughs> a good fellow play. I um, played him on first game of the next day yep um but we're still on the first so i'll get to mine uh so my army changed a fair bit um the goblins were no longer rocking the more beast pack i just swapped them out for a sharp stick thrower because it was 10 points cheaper and i needed to squeeze in some points somewhere um that thing didn't do very much for either of my games maybe a couple of points of damage over the two but that doesn't matter um, then the core of my army changed from your two hordes of warriors and whatnots to a horde of berserkers, a horde of siege breakers, and a horde of boomers. So that makes up the bulk. Um, backed up by an army standard with the healing charm. Goblin's still there with his breath weapon and the blaster, but this time I've added a second giant. So two giants running around. And first game was against Stax and his dwarves, and that is a really interesting list. It was what? say six seven eight units um regiments of shield breakers ironclad horde shield breaker horde and they all had throwing mastiffs <laughs> um so it was interesting to uh stand across from that army and thinking right as soon as i get in range all these dogs are kind of come up a face and then he's got a couple of flame cannons and organ gun yeah it wasn't looking good um <laughs> But he didn't do a whole lot. There was maybe one or two dogs that did a handful of wounds. Everything else kind of just fizzled out. Boomers went straight away. They got shot up and didn't really get much uh, time to do anything. My blaster got charged, I think, and survived just on a waiver. Or could have been shot and then just sat on a waiver. And then I was able to get that in and blow something up. (laughs) So that was good. And the center just kind of sat around the domination point thing, and all right, I'm just going to try to take out a couple of things that can't get to me. And I felt like it was um, going downhill. My two giants didn't break things on the first turn, and um, it was looking pretty poor. And then a turn seven came around, and I was able to route a couple of units and sit in the middle, and he brought in whatever he had left, and it ended up being a draw. Yeah. So I thought I was going to lose, and then I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> which is good <laughs> I was happy with the draw um, yeah interesting game with all these dogs it makes it uh, quite a different dynamic because yeah, you know it's just a one shot 
they went to town on me when I played stacks. Um, so there was one time that uh, he just kept trolling, hit with uh, two and wounded with two, and then he just kept going. He ended up doing <laughs> eight wounds with it. With um, a 10.0. Oh, it was ridiculous. He's just looking at me, making eye contact with his <laughs> weird little smile as he's like, it's up to eight, man. It's up to eight. That makes it even worse. <laughs> Second game of the day, um, I was versing AG in his Abyssal Dwarves. Uh, I felt fairly confident just because I've played the dwarves a fair bit and know how they work. So just getting down to the gist of it, I was able to take out his Mortar, which sounded like it was doing a lot of bad things in other people's games. Oh, yeah, killed me. Yeah, little goblin on the wolf was able to take care of that, and the gargoyles. Um, most of his line came to me. I just sat and waited for him, um, took out... Shield breakers in a combo charge. Uh, sorry, siege breakers in a combo charge, and then I kind of had to faff about and deny flanks where I could. Um, boomers did great, shooting a whole bunch of things. Took a charge by the, from the orcs and was able to hold, and then charge back and smash things about. And then in the end, all he had was his characters, those weapon teams, and the grotesques, and I had five or six things that could contest the markers. So last turn I took as much as I could and then he spent the next five or ten minutes just thinking about how he could try and bring it back to a draw, but he just didn't have enough things or things in range giving me the win. Hmm. Before we go any further, I do remember my game against Andrew as well. There was one unit of grotesque that I just could not kill. I reckon I did enough wounds to kill it three times over. Defense five regen's pretty good. Yeah, and um, I missed wavering it two rounds in a row by one point and then failed to route it just before my night <laughs> might stalk a unit died so sounds yeah. great <laughs> sounds like <laughs> my usual game <laughs> but that's the end of day one um i was sitting on two wins a loss and a draw sounds like i was doing a lot better than both you fellas yeah and it wasn't it was <laughs> what, 4 35 o'clock when the day came to a close yeah they yeah. were smaller point games so they shouldn't take that long to do yeah. yeah, so four games. We pushed through them pretty quick. Uh, we even had an hour lunch break at the stage, so um, mm. they still managed to finish by, I think it was 20 past four. Um, so it was pretty pretty quick. Yeah, most mm. games finishing a fair bit early. And then we went over across the road to the lovely Walsing Matilda Hotel, <laughs> where we kind of sat about and chatted and drank and questioned the uh, quality of the room. Um, mm. We'll yes. get to that. Let's we do the games first and we'll come back to that. <laughs> so, waking up refreshed from a lovely sleep, uh, we came into the 2,000-point lists for day two. Three games at 2,000 points. Uh, Selic, let's go through your army, and how about we go through the first game with everyone, and then we'll go second and third? Yeah, sure. All right, uh, so just... Pretty much my army, if you think back to exactly how it was in the 1500, I've dropped the Pistoliers, kept the Knights, I've upgraded one unit of the Warriors into a Legion, Give it, I gave it the Caterpillar, so now it's got Pathfinder, the other Horde has plus one to hit, uh, I've now upgraded my Captain to a Warlord and given him the uh, Enscrolled Armor, and I've chucked in two Mammoths, just because I like the models that I've got for them, so everything else pretty much the same. Um, so the Berserkers are still there, all the Goblins that I had, and the one Goblin Blaster. Mm -hmm. Ensorcelled Armour, did you mean? Uh, yes, I did. Yep, okay. I, I like to call it something different. Inscrolled. <laughs> <laughs> Inscrolled sounds better. 
Um, so uh, just just as a disclaimer, number round five uh, was the first time that we actually used a four by six board. Mm. Um, all the other ones had a reduced size. Um, and the first scenario was loot. Um, and I was up against uh, Rowan with a H and his Orcs. And for me, this one here was the best game that I'd played. It was very... I could actually visualize the game happening. So just a couple of the highlights there was I had uh, two giants chasing down and killing off my uh, mammoths. And then I had counter charges happening after that. So it was just a real epic game. Uh, in the end, I managed to get a 15-5 win. So my second win. Hey. Um, and that was in a row. I had two. That was a winning streak for you guys. <laughs> uh, Good going. Um, so um, obviously peaked there at round five. Um, but yeah, that was a really good game for me. First time I'd ever played uh, the Orcs. I was a little bit, I thought they would hit and stick around a little bit harder. Um, I didn't realize how low their uh, nerve was, so I probably should have played a little bit more aggressively yeah, and punch, they, punch through the lines a little bit. They need those um, drums to keep up their nerve. Yeah, those drums cost me quite a few times. And uh, he had a couple of unlucky rolls there where I rolled exceptionally high and just busted through. Um, but overall, that was a really good game. Went back and forth. I wasn't uh, sold on the win until I started just popping a few of the units, just charging and then making him sort of deal with me in the flanks or vice versa. So, yeah. Um, mm. yeah, if I could go back and do it all again, I would have definitely been a lot more aggressive in this this one. Um, I think it's particularly like insults with my... to your opponent and flipping the table if you're losing. <laughs> that kind of <laughs> yeah, aggressive. That, that, that's it. Yeah. Um, so just the usual for me to be honest right. <laughs> uh, so yeah rowan with a h was a very good sport with that one um it was just a good good battle hmm. cool spoon okay most of my army stayed the same flame bearers were the same the lower abyssals were the same tortured souls were the same i added in some abyssal horsemen a regiment of uh with caterpillar potion of course uh two units of or troops of hellhound stayed i added an additional Efreet, except the magic items changed. So one had the Inspiring Talisman and one had the Wings of Honey Maze. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the um, Abyssal Champion had a holiday and the Archfiend of the Abyss come in and it had Wings, Lightning Bolt 5 and 6 up defense. And the Night Stalker Fiend Horde stayed as well. Mm-hmm. So I played Kevin and he's Varengur in round five. <laughs> this was a rather, really, oh well, rather fun game and rather crazy game towards the end because poor old Kevin was running out of time. <laughs> and when you're playing Varengur and you've got to roll a shit ton of yeah. dice, <laughs> yep. start stressing out. Uh, it was a very cagey game. Uh, at the start, he wasn't too willing to come up to me and, and, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um so it was trying to play mind games. His king on Chimera was a pain in the ass and managed to get behind my lines and I couldn't stop him from belting up my stuff and breathing on stuff. 10 points of flying, 10 attacks, hitting on threes is pretty good. Except my flame bearers did stop him when he rolled a double one. Hey, <laughs> that's what you need. That's what I needed. I think he rolled a double one. I'm pretty sure he rolled a double one, and they, they were going to die. Yeah, they survived somehow, um, and that was enough. We we ended up running out of out of time, funnily enough. Mm. Um, so we only got five turns through, but it was coming down to 
Um, which one was this? This was loot, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, he had one unit of Reavers running away with a token, and my one of my Efreets with wings chased him down and burned him. <laughs> and I couldn't pick it up because we didn't have another turn. Athletes uh, stopped him from. Yeah, he didn't it. score that one. The middle one, I thought on the last turn, my Archfiend will just jump on that one and um, protect it, and so he did. And the last one, I think he might have picked up. I'm not sure. I can't remember. It was Isn't on the right. Your big horde that had the token, and then they got smashed. Yeah. Yep. So I think it was one a one a piece, and ended up being a draw. Another draw. Okay. Yeah. So you're getting a couple of draws. Yeah, had a couple of draws, but that was really fun. <laughs> Poor old Kevin must have been having a stress attack or something. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a good guy. Mm. I'd love to play him again. Mm. And you? What about your game? Five. My five, well, my list changed again. It was more like a hybrid of the first two combined. So that bolt throw-off of the goblins, that disappeared and in came two more beast packs because I wanted the chuff. Um, and there would be uh, little road bumps for the two boomers that I've now gotten. One has elite, one has vicious. And they're also sitting beside a horde of... Siegebreakers and a regiment of Braves with the Brew of Haste, just a small, fast-flanking unit. Mm-hmm. Um, Army Standard with the Healing Charm again, Red Goblin Blaster. I've got two of these, because two is good, three would have been better. Um, <laughs> and two Giants still, and lastly, Grokargamok, because I wanted to give him a go and see what he could do. And I was up against Greg and his ogres, so it was an Ogreoff, and he also took Grakargamok. So it was a Grakargamoff, the two of them. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> did you come up with that yourself? <laughs> I did. I thought it was quite clever. Obviously, and, you didn't, and... but that doesn't matter. Um, so with loot, I think I got him on. It, it feels like the deployment. He's he took one flank with just his chariots, and I followed that up with the Braves, a Blaster, and the Goblins. And they were nearby a token, so I didn't think his chariot would do much there. Like, I could just block the um, Blast Wagon just in front of it and follow up by the, with the Braves, and that's what they did, and the Goblins picked up the token and ran away. Uh, so that was nice and early. And then in the middle, it was a big smash-up. He had a Legion of Ogres, Shield Breakers, two hordes of Shield Breakers and Boomers and Shooters and... Grok, and he combo charged something, and then a couple overran, but one extended, his legion extended too far, I think it rolled a five, but the others rolled a two, exposing his flanks, and then a giant got in the side, giant got in the front, dudes shot up other dudes, and it kind of crumbled. Best thing about this is the uh, Grokkaga mocks had a little Grokkaga bash up against each other, and mine turned out victorious. (laughs) Um, So I won that one, taking two of the three tokens and just leaving the third one. He couldn't grab it. He all he had is his shooters at the back line. I thought, bugger this, I've got the two tokens, let's see if I can kill them before they can kill me. His shooters are really good. It just they didn't move at all and just shot everything and were a pain in the neck. That's um, what they'll do. Yeah. I was just yeah. lucky that he didn't uh route a couple of my units and said just wave at a few things with them. So got mm. lucky there. But that was good. Good game. Enjoyed it. And we come up to the second game of the day. Selick? Yep, so this was number six, so the sixth game, and that was Kill and Pillage. Mm-hmm. Once again, 2,000 points. So 
Uh, I took on, who was it at this stage? It was Matt L and his Dwarves. Um, so Dwarves, second time I'd played him in the tournament. I thought I deployed pretty well um, for this one here. So sort of had my giant big legion in the middle. Um, so just sort of commanding that sort of area. The one thing that I did underestimate uh, with Matt was his angry little badges. Um, <laughs> they put out a lot, high nerve. Well, they did. So, and I didn't, I must say, I underestimated what they could do. And uh, they just tore up my flank. Mm. Um, it all came down to uh, a bit of a wound there. He got one wound on my knights and uh, wavered them after a roll. So they couldn't do a nice big charge into the rear of them. And therefore, I just couldn't couldn't regain that uh, flank back mm. um, and they just badgered their way through my whole list hey. uh, it was it was an emotional moment for me because uh, I'd just come off my winning streak of two. <laughs> um, Combo so, breaker. And unfortunately there as soon as he tore off that my legion's pretty good and it's pretty hard but if you're getting attacked on all all sides it's it's a little bit it, that game was more like Sisyphus so I was just pushing the the giant big rock up the hill that was he was not really going anywhere for the rest of the time. So in the end, uh, Matt Matt took the victory 19-1, and uh, I'd completed my uh, winning streak of Kings of War. <laughs> you, you've had enough. You thought that'll do. That that was pretty much it. <laughs> Spoon, what about you? My game six was a buy. Oh, okay. Fair. And well, I'm going to put it down to the fact that my crossman was too scared to play me, and we'll uh-huh. leave it at that. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, um, I was playing against Kevin and his Faringa. I was quite afraid of this army, knowing how many attacks they do. Um, it's pretty insane. But I thought I had the tools to slowly take him apart. So I think we both deployed well. Um, I think his downfall was his lack of aggressiveness. He... Um, held back on a couple of things where I think he should have charged, he just sat back. And you don't want to sit back for too long when you've got two hordes of boomers shooting your face. I took out his um, Chimera, it didn't really do much. For the first couple of turns he was kind of just placing it and making sure it wasn't getting hit. Um, And I was able to pivot, move, shoot him a couple of rounds of boomers that did a whole bunch of wounds. He decided, bugger it, flung him into Grokagamok, couldn't route him, he countercharged, and was also flanked by a giant. And that took care of the king. Um, then Boom is just pew 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 pew, shot lots of things, <laughs> made them run away. Um, the biggest thing that I was afraid of was, uh, was his Diefang Riders. And he spent a couple of turns smashing into me um, Siege Breakers, eventually took them off, and then I was able to counter charge and finished that, so he was just left with a wizard and a war machine. And I had quite a few units left, and it was a super big win for me, 20-0, which was good. Again, it was a long game. We were both sitting there thinking how I'm not going to die, and that's what (laughs) took us over the um, time, but it was good. Mm. And then we have the last game of the day, Game 7. All right, so Game 7, obviously the second day of the tournament. Fatigue starting to set in. Mm Mm-hmm. Particularly after my uh, winning streak was over, uh, <laughs> the head was dropped. So we we came into uh, invade, but it had a special condition there where we could select one of your opponent's units, yes. and then they would also get those points if they decided to ke- kill it. Yep. So you got, both got to pick. So unsurprisingly, 
um, I was playing Drew, and Drew selected my giant big Legion of Ogres for like 375 points. And Drew was also playing Ogres? He was playing Ogres. He was playing beautifully painted uh, Pirate Ogres, so if you can get onto any of our uh, forums there, I'm sure that we can pop up a couple of photos. Mm -hmm. Um, It was beautifully painted so i think that's where it all went bad for me i was too busy looking at the painting and uh, his, <laughs> his pretty little things and i was out deployed um so i i selected his chariots to destroy um and the way that he deployed he out, had more units to drop than me and all of a sudden he just tucked them all up the side and uh it didn't really go well from that point so the major things on this one here is that i knew that i had to kill his two blasters uh, mm. Two blasters going into my legion would not end well for my legion. <laughs> so I had my giant big horde of uh, archers and my li- uh, regiment of archers lining up. Took 60 shots over two turns and did one wound. So I'm, uh, I'm a bit of a chance here and I only managed to waver it. Um, so at that point, they were right next to each other. Right. So I could have had a chance to destroy both of them in one foul swoop. So That doesn't feel right. It, it was round seven, mate. It was emotional. <laughs> so, first one went in and rolled, I think, about a nine, eight or nine. Took off a whole heap of uh, wounds there. And I'm like, all right, no worries. I'll have the, the second round of shooting at the, the weakened one. That's only it's already taken a wound, and then I didn't do a, a wound in that <laughs> second round. So, um, what are you doing? Not rolling dice. Uh, no, obviously, yeah. Um, so the second one went in there, and it did a very similar amount of wounds. So I think I was on, uh, from the top of my head, like fourteen wounds or something in the first, in conjunction with a bit of shooting. So I was pretty much toasted. Um, before it even began so i thought you know what i'm gonna lose this unit i'm gonna take out uh some siege breakers i think it was in the flank so charge that unit into the flank i think it's got like 36 attacks so Mm -hmm. just absolutely destroyed this unit would have won the combat uh ridiculous amount of wins so we just went snake guys at no worries and just the salt salt came out the wound was open it's just spraying in there mate as (laughs) snake eyes and I get the next siege breaker unit into the flank of that unit. So uh, I, I built my whole plan around, yep, I'll get in there and I'll overrun with this unit. I'll redirect that one. So that if he is going to take out my big unit for the extra points, then I'm going to get that that unit, sort of a little bit of dominoes. It didn't go well. Um, as soon as I got that snake, guys, it was game over. I was, yeah, it was <laughs> not great. The, the only blessing there is that I managed to sort of tie up a couple other units there and I managed to pull it back to a 16-4 loss um, purely on my models that I had on his side of the board so mm. it was a good game he out deployed me I got unlucky but um, that's dice isn't it math Emma doesn't work <laughs> no it does not <laughs> yeah. uh, oh well at least four points was something it's better than what I did Spoon how did you go my last game I played Peter and his undead mm-hmm. uh this was another really cagey game. Um, we had a bit of a standoff between werewolves and horses on one side of the, the board. And it was the slow-moving um, revenants versus my hellhounds and whatnot on the other side of the board. And no one was too game to move into uh, into combat very quickly. 
Um, I think I, I picked his Revenant Knights or Revenant Cavalry, and he picked my Abyssal, uh, Lower Abyssal Horde mm-hmm. for the extra points. Um, there's a couple of key key moments in the game. Um, his, he had a unit, was it Regiment of Wraith, and I think it might have been his Vampire on a Dragon that charged the Lower Abyssals but didn't do enough damage. And then I started countercharging and taking stuff out. I've never been able to shoot 40 shots from 2E Freight into something, and I did it several times. And it made game. you feel good? And it made me feel amazing. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't manage to kill, uh, I think it's a, one of the mages, the priest on a, on a horse or something. I can't remember what his name was. Character on a uh, horse. Character on a horse, did magic. Uh, but I managed to take his dragon lord off in the last turn with 40 shots now this was rolling out of the box because i think this round i did eight wounds on sixes right out of 40 shots which for me that is freaking awesome for you that's pretty good yeah yeah good job i was amazed if i hadn't killed his dragon i would have lost the game um but he was really really sneaky very good player uh i had a unit of the, the unit of fiends that were just about to cross the board, but he made it so that I couldn't get across the board unless I went at double... Oh, I had to go double pace, pretty much, so I'd, I had to pivot to get through, which means I wasn't going to get the point, so I tried to charge his unit, failed. Mm. So, ended up in a draw, wasn't a lot in it. Very good game. How many Wish draws had... all up for the weekend for you? I think three. Yep, three you got. That's yeah. a fair few. Three yeah. and a buy. Yeah, three and a buy. The buy counted as a minor win, but I don't really count that. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's finish this off. I was playing Matt and his dwarves, the same army that you were up against, Selick. Sure was. Uh, he had my um, elite boomers on the chopping block, and I his... I still can't say it. The big horde... Shield breakers. Shield breaker horde. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with S, it had a B in it. Um, I just figured it was a nice big target with fairly average defense. I could take it out. Well, this didn't go very well for me. Um, his bloody angry badges and character oh. on a Watsit double charged my siege breakers. Defense six. I'll be right. They've only got thunderous one. Nah. Off you go, first turn. <laughs> um, my elite boomers, taken off second turn, just for shooting, pew, 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 gone. And then he just kind of point and clicked all the units that he didn't like, shot them off. It was all I could do to try and delay him a little bit, charging things in the rear because my character was roundabout and didn't really do much. I said, bugger this, I'm going. Ran my boomers off into the center, just taking pot shots at that unit I described before. <laughs> shield breakers. That's it. Uh, did a bunch of wounds, couldn't take them off. Um, my two little carts were just, one was sitting in a forest, one behind a wall, and then, oh, boy, this is run out. Uh, I was able to pop them off and did a couple more wounds and eventually scored some points there. So all I was left with on the table was Grakagamok and my regiment of goblins. They sat in a corner shooting at his regiment of rangers now doing one wound a turn and both mm. failing to rout each other each turn <laughs> i managed to waver his twice but uh got there in the end um, those rangers Gr- are tough 
<laughs> but the goblins, they were dodging all the arrows and doing one or two wounds. <laughs> I think they did all right. Um, and Grokagmok just did the gauntlet. Last one left, bugger this. He just... Dun, 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 and just ran over the line in the last turn and scored some points. <laughs> uh, 317 loss for me. Thanks, Grok. He got me some three points. Um, that's all I could do. <laughs> It was a very difficult game, and I couldn't think, and I just wanted it to end. Yeah, but it was fun. Matt's list was very rounded, mm. uh, so it was very hard to take some of his stuff off. So when I did manage to get a couple of points against him, um, well, I got one point. I killed off that <laughs> Shield Breakers unit there in uh, round six. Um, that was all because I he I snake guys, well, he snake guys me, and so he didn't break me, and then I managed to counter charge but um yeah unlucky got, for him he got unlucky i got the one point mm. <laughs> Huzzah. Uh, matt and i were playing in uh we were tied for third spot i believe or it might have been fourth spot so whoever won this was going to podium yeah yep. and then i lost <laughs> <laughs> so did we want to go through uh the top four perhaps sure have you got the list because i don't i sure do so good um we could call a little bit of shenanigans here, but the uh, yeah, tournament organizer, AG, there, Andrew Goodman, managed to take out uh, first place, even with a bye. Um, played well from all of my understandings, but uh, has a pretty strong list. Uh, Matt L, obviously the one that uh, Ben and I just played in the last two rounds, managed to, with that win, push himself up into second. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben uh, Morrison there, who played uh, myself, um, came through with third, and Rowan with a W uh, managed to come in with fourth. And our very own Ben came fifth. Um, so lost that was, by two points. You lost by two points, so Missed 99 points. <laughs> nearly got into the first loser. Yeah. But um, and then spoon down at seventh, and then we uh, sort of tracked down the list. Need a Sherpa to get down there, but eleventh um, <laughs> place I came in. Not last. Not last. last. So, um, yeah. Silver lining. That's it. That's all I've got. (laughs) Mm. So, thoughts on the tournament itself in terms of the pack, how it was run. What could we do or suggest to improve it? Let's have a quick chat about the players pack before we put in suggestions. Yep. So, there's a couple of restrictions uh, in the players pack. So, uh, for each different army size you were restricted in the amount of flyer un- units you could take and point limit there was a point limit on the size of units wasn't there that was yeah it? so the first yeah. so the thousand point games you can only have one flyer uh, one flyer and no unit over 200 points um, allies also in all the games can't take artifacts yeah they were doing a it was a slightly different clash of kings pack i think yeah or what was what was out at the point the players pack was released yeah um yeah. 1,500 points, no unit was over 2,000... Uh, sorry, 250, and two flyers, and 2,000 points was three flyers, and took whatever you want. Yeah. I I didn't mind... I, I could see what, what Andrew was trying to do with the points restrictions and the, the flyers so that no dicky lists were put in. I think that was a good decision there because I didn't want to have to face really large units early with 1,000 1,500 points just because they could dominate so well. Just thinking Soul Reaver Cavalry. Yeah, I, I didn't mind the, the points limit thing. Mm. The, the Flyers, I think, was a bit of an overreaction. Oh, the other restriction 
Oh no, it wasn't a restriction because the the flies are just disordered when they yeah when they're hit. Yeah, that was part of the Clash of Kings thing. I didn't mind the points limit. I did think it was an advantage to some armies and a disadvantage to others. Yeah, I tend to agree with all that. There was obviously some list that you could even just look at and go, wow, that's that's a strong 1,000-point list, hmm. where at least when we get up to the 2,000 points, it seemed to sort of balance out. You'd sort of have like a giant big legion here or there, and it sort of balanced out. But in the 1,000 points, you could just by reading a list, you could go, wow, that's, that's a, a nasty 1,000 points. Hmm. My example I think I brought up too was like Ratkin or Goblins, for example. The Ratkin had two or three units they couldn't take at 1,000 points. Goblins had zero units. Mm-hmm. So they could take anything they wanted at 1,000 points. Yeah? So What's so bad about that? Well, you look at other armies, like your elite armies, Varanger, for example, and you're cutting out a lot of their units because they're over the 200-point So you just got to go regiments and troops. Yeah, but I think even your regiment version of your Sons of Corgan are over 200 points. Well, they're a very good unit. So uh, I, I didn't really like the point restriction. I didn't think it was needed. I thought it, the point restriction was fine. I really liked it. I think, yes, some armies mean that you can't take as much things, but that's because they're good. Um, so if you're worried about having a, um army that's varied, then you might not be able to do it. But I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, just having a look here, the Sons of Corgan Troop, which is melee 3, defense 5, 15 attack, score 14 nerve, is 155 points, so they could still take yeah. them. You could you could take a troop, not a regiment, though. Yeah, yeah. and a troop's still good. I think they're slightly higher nerve, but yeah. Anyway, um, the flyers was the other thing. I, I This was worse than the point limit, in my opinion, because I got to a point where I had to pick fight a unit over chaff, so I ended up having to take the hounds, which I quite liked using, but if I had... I mean, that's 50-odd points... I could have spent elsewhere if I had been able to take another unit mm. of gargoyles. Gargoyles, yeah. I also think here it's fine because when you're cutting down the point limits of units, anything that can take more flyers is going to have an easier time because there's not enough stuff that can take care of them. You're not going to have as much breath weapon going on or large amounts of shooting to, that are able to kind of take a few points off them first off so even just a whole bunch of gargoyles you're easily going to get flanks or rears mm. yeah mm. The, the one thing about the 1000 point games if if you do start having a lot of flyers just from my very limited games as soon as you lost one unit you were pretty much toasted like you would be losing the game or you're definitely on the back foot yeah and i think the addition of a, another couple of flyers once again from my army that doesn't have any but um as soon as you did that you were already on the back foot. They'd get behind you and then just rear charge and then you're, you're gone. Mm. But yeah, I think they sort of had to take it. that in. Yeah. Was it the right call? I'm not really sure. Um, I thought I would know by the end of this tournament. but um, I think with the disordered rule, that was enough. I don't think the flyer restrictions had to come in. Mm. I will disagree. All right. What else? Time was fine. Plenty of time. I think what was um, changed on the day that we found out is the it wasn't Swiss matchings. Um, it wasn't the best playing the best for each round. It was just everyone knows who they're playing out uh, to try and get um, players to play different people each time, regardless of how well they're doing. I think that was a mistake. I don't think it matters so much if you end up playing the same person at different points levels because you're versing different army yeah, builds. And the army's changed here. Yeah. In so, in AG's defence there though he did ask um, and it was the majority that sort of just went look I'm just here for seven games yeah that's right I don't 
I don't care who I'm playing or where I play or how I play. And uh, he's just made a call, and that call, I, I don't I don't disagree with it. I don't agree with it, but I had seven really fun games, um, and I don't think I'm going to hold any grudges about the way that that uh, allocation was. Mm. Well, I think AG got an easy run. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you calling, are you calling shenanigans here? Ah, <laughs> oh, no, but um, if he played me a couple of times... I think he wouldn't be on top spot. Well, <laughs> That's all I'm he did, saying. He did play Spoon and uh, yourself. Yeah, and he, I beat him and he beat Spoon. You were the only one that beat him. Was I? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, because he had a bye, which was just a minor loss. I think all his wins were pretty pretty good, weren't they? I remember. Yeah, 17-3, 16-4, uh, 17-3 against you, Spoonie. Mm. Uh, then a 15-5 against the young Ben R. Uh, <laughs> Then the, the bye came out and gave him a nice 12 points there. Greg with a 19-1 win, and then Kevin to finish off there with a 16-4 to get a total of 102 battle points. Mm. Mm. I'm just saying. You played some chumps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of highlights uh, throughout the tournament, though, uh, for me anyway. A lot of new faces, which means yeah, the, community, faces. the community is slowly growing. Um, and we've only been to MikeCon, so our tournament experience may be not quite as big as some of the others, I guess. There hasn't been a whole heap in Victoria. No, there hasn't really, which is a shame. Yeah. We're a developing area. And that, but that was good. Everything was pretty laid back. It wasn't mm. super Lots serious. Lots of room, nice and quiet. Yeah. Certainly... Cheap beer. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Bloody pretty hell. cheap beer. Four bucks a beer? Jeez. Yeah, that's been a long time since I paid that much for a beer. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> uh, the terrain was good, some mm-hmm. of the, uh, other than some of the walls that were just taking up half the board. Look, it wasn't so I bad do... in 6x4. Yeah. 4x4 yeah. four, four four, uh, yeah, four four and 4x5 four was a bit of a pain in the ass. But having the maps there next to each board, which kind of showed that the was terrain great. was good I like as well. That. Yeah, so yeah. when things got mucked about, you can easily put it back. Fix it, yep. Yeah. Um, but if I could change anything about the terrain, it would be still have those walls. I think the actual terrain, as you said there, Spoonie, was great. But having it dead in the middle of one deployment zone, really just that whoever got that side yeah. just had to halve their units. And it worked okay for some, but for me, I think I got it twice. Mm. And it was just, I really had to divide my whole army. Mm. And with only two inspirings, it really uh, put me on the back foot, I think. Mm. Mm. Yes. Um, but other than that... I thought it was good. Lots of people got prizes, which is good. You know, the other thing that made me pretty happy about the community uh, inside Melbourne, or Victoria, is that the amount of people that came that weren't playing. Yeah, so, there was a few visitors on the Saturday, wasn't yep, there? So we, I think I counted five over yep. the, the whole period that were just coming in there and going, oh, I wish I could play. Just had something on on the, the Sunday, so I couldn't play. But mm. Um, there was a lot of people that were staying and not staying for five, ten minutes and then bouncing off, like on the way somewhere. They stayed for a good hour, hour and a half, yeah. um, which is really good to see. So I, I'm not sure that with the attendance the way it was, if a two-day tournament was ideal. Um, I'm not sure if we're quite there to talk about that. But um, if I could sort of suggest anything, it would probably be to focus around the one-day tournaments until we get that... Uh, the big crowds coming. Still, yeah. still, we start selling out the twenties and the thirty player events, and then that's when we can start doing the, a nice big convict, the way that we used to remember it with uh, mm-hmm. Warhammer Fantasy Battles. Yes, agreed. One day's for the time being until 
there's more people attending. Um, but other than that, I thought it was an enjoyable event. Mm. One big letdown was the hotel. Ah, yes. <laughs> mean, oh. Convenient that it was across the road, but yeah. Do, do we have to take it back just a little bit? I'm going to take it back a little bit if no one else does. <laughs> I've just pulled out uh, the Convict Player Pack 2016. Uh, I've siphoned down to the schedule there. And oh. there's a note that the club will be open until 10pm for oh, social right. games, Kings of War or otherwise. Now, I'm going to throw over to Spoonie here and just ask him, at what point did we go over and commence drinking at the Waltz in Matilda Hotel? Uh, about half past four. That's correct. <laughs> so the issue I had here is that I've, I'm a, a bit of a serial person that's come to convicts over since, I think, 2007 or 2008, and the one big selling point is the, the Saturday night shenanigans that happen. Yes, I'd, uh, I'd totally agree. Yep. So, um, yeah... I won't go into it too much. I'll probably leave that for Spoon. I know he's very passionate. <laughs> like there's a rant coming on. <laughs> oh, not so much a rant. Um, I, I think this is one of my lowlights. And because there was no Saturday night to it, it didn't have to be much. Playing board games, having a few drinks, um, talking rubbish for a couple of hours would have been awesome. Uh, the lowlight for me, because I packed half my freaking house, because I packed board games and stuff to do a podcast and what else did I pack can't remember but I'd packed half my my house to do stuff on the Saturday night and then there was just nothing mm. and then you had your keys locked into the in the yeah, club yeah because they shut the club room early I thought no I'll just leave my keys in here and yeah it was just it kind of it just made me feel a bit flat mm. yeah yeah I think from from my point of view it wasn't the fact that um it sort of shut early. It was just not knowing that it was going to shut early. I'm sure that if we had known that it it wasn't going to be the usual convict where everyone sort of kicks on until about 9 o'clock, playing board games and uh, playing a few dice games, and there's all normally that uh, challenge out there of whatever game you're playing, and then we all sort of, after about 400 beers, we go back over <laughs> the road to the hotel and we have another 400 there, and then we all uh, slowly wander and crawl to our hotel that's that's the normal event i understand that there's only like 14 competitors and i understand that everyone's sort of getting on a little bit but um it just wasn't there for me and we probably would have gone home as well yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have wasted the the money on accommodation no yeah so can, can anyone uh, just do a couple of highlights of the hotel room <laughs> well when you first open the door and find out where the uh, light switch is you're greeted with some nice, roughly um, rendered roof with uh, some artistic carvings of unusual names and symbols scratched in the top. Uh, what else was there? Uh, I think uh, you guys pointed out the um, the classy bottle opener screwed to the uh, wooden cabinet. That was really nice, yeah. I think the best one was one that Sally pointed out. Yes, uh, so it was... There was a TV that was bolted on to the wall, and the frame of, that was bolted onto the wall had a padlock uh, <laughs> holding it there. So I'm not really sure the background of uh, Springvale, but uh, it was not ideal. I'm pretty sure that nothing's changed since 2007 that I mentioned that last time I was there. So mm. um, the cigarette butts on the outside, it's, it wasn't really uh, postcard stuff. No. Well, we did have a nice two-story view of the car park and surrounds with a nice safe gap in that um the floor hold uh, between the uh, floor and the fence just <laughs> enough for a toddler to go down that's yep. it not only did we have that we had some um 
nice scenic sounds at about 4am. Ah, uh, yes. Are uh, we sure? <laughs> Local wildlife. <laughs> hmm. Oh, and how about that? those beds? I felt ah. like a kid, a child. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, had to scrunch up in my nice little uncomfortable single bed, which gave me a sore back the next day. Oh, that's what we need. I sort of expected that. Uh, mm. That side of things, and we, I know we're paying out on the hotel, but uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just the uh, it's so conveniently placed. Yeah, uh, yeah. For, for back in the day when it was, we had I think about 120 people arrive at Convict, and I think that's the way that we're trying to get it in the next couple of years for Kings of War, yep. um, and it will still be the place to go as soon as we get that sort of Saturday night culture back, um, and I'm looking forward to it to be honest. Hmm, I think um, the next big tournament that we're looking forward to is CanCon, unless there's any others that you can think of. Uh, big? I don't know. don't think so. Because this year it pulled in a fair number. So yeah, over I'm 40. hoping to go to the next one. I've pretty much told Emma it's, it's happening, so... Just got to <laughs> wait for the um, confirmation and the pack to uh, come out before I'm locking it in, just in yeah. case it doesn't run. Yep. Yeah, and I think Axemaster's going to run this year, so... Yeah. I think that's going to be a one-day tournament uh, from the top of my head. Um, and I'm thinking that it will probably get a lot of the guys that have previously played, probably all of the people that played uh, in this tournament here, uh, Convict. Um, so I'm hoping for a, about 25 to 30 plus. I think everyone's pretty keen. There's another MikeCon, I think it's in September, is it? Or is it no, August, August 20th? August. And hopefully we'll run one before the end of the year with any luck at House of War give it a go yeah just a one day event yeah. but more details to come after we've actually talked about it talked about it yeah yes um i've got one more lay light quick uh-huh. lay light uh-huh. i wish that the terrain was multi-leveled a bit know. over to height two hills and height four buildings okay so more things to think about like forests three and four and one and two height yeah uh, hills and whatnot let's put a piece of paper or mark it like if AG had a put, a, got a texture and marked three, two, one on four, four three, two, one on each piece of terrain. Mm. I think it does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if he just laminates those uh, map charts and you can yeah. write on it and rub it out. Change it out. Change it for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be good. Mm. Yeah, it just adds that extra element, doesn't it? Yeah. There's a few times that you could see that there was a one big giant unit that was just bossing around, hiding behind everything. Mm-hmm. And it would be good to have at least a vantage point um, to get up on. And did anyone else, like I didn't play on all of the tables, did anyone have a hill in a deployment zone at all? Had it close to, but I don't think I had it in. Don't think I had one in either. Because I so, remember I first know. turn moving up onto it for sight. Yeah, I think for some of those ones that we had, like the giant big uh, wall in the middle that sort of separated the units, it would have been good to have at least some benefit to having that side, I feel felt very much uh, handicapped um, for myself. But uh, mm. we had had a hill over there. You can say, oh, no worries. At least I've got a hill. Mm. Something to, to balance it out. But, mm. Um, mm. Yeah. Well, I've, I certainly made use of the um, static height two hills against some of those shooting armies just hiding behind until I was able to jump out. Yep. But, yeah, having some variation would be good. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's all we've got to say on... Um, Convict. Um, do you yep. want to Can just... I just one more thing? One yeah. more thing. Uh, thanks, AG, for running it. Um, I yes. know it's not easy, particularly 
starting out, uh, we weren't really sure what to expect, and I think AG is still in that boat as well. Mm. Um, and he's only coming back, uh, I think it's from a six-year hiatus as well. So I do really appreciate um, them and the club and the bowls club and everyone else that's helped out to make that possible. Mm. Mm. Yes, I think he did well, um, and I do like that he uh, was able to split up a lot of the prizes and gave more contestants prizes. Um, even if they were a little small, it's still good to walk away with something. Yep. And it was, I guess, it was run fairly smooth as well. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so before we go, how about hobby? Is anyone doing any hobby? Uh, not a whole heap. Just finishing off my last couple of abyss units and then moving on. What, what have you got left? Uh, finish off the tortured souls. A couple of imp units that I've nearly finished. Uh-huh. A couple of characters and two monsters. Okay, so you've still got a bit. Yeah, still got a bit, but most of it started, so I and should have what? it all done. Wow. <laughs> I've had a bit of um, specialist game fascination as of late, so okay. possibly Warmaster or Epic. Uh-huh. Um, if I move on to Kings of War, it'll be my Empire of Dust. Going back to them. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thought you would have been sick of them after all the um, Tomb King love from... Uh... Warhammer 8th? The last eight years. Yeah. Once it's in the blood, you can't get rid of it. Uh, I just um, <laughs> don't want to hear you whinging in six months' time. <laughs> no doubt I will be. Yeah. Hmm. And for me, I'm still in a bit of a planning phase at the moment, Ben. So Ooh. I'm planning my elf list. So it's going to be a wood elf-based theme mm-hmm. uh, through... Uh, the cherry blossom, uh, so it's going to look nice. Oh, yes. And uh, the nice. other thing there is, I'm slowly doing a uh, zombie apocalypse in the 1950s list. So, um, huh. once again, this should look good. Um, so, hopefully, I'll be starting that over the next couple of months. New job, bit more time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm looking forward to really showing that, and I'll be sending out some pictures that you can chuck up as well. So. Please do, because I, I can't imagine what that would be. <laughs> Close my little mind. Um, I am continuing on with my Abyssal Dwarves. I've I'm kind of over the ogres. I've played them too long. I'm, I'll still play them if I need to, but um, I want to get this Abyssal Dwarf army finished for CanCon. And currently working on the grotesque units. So at the moment, I've just done um, the two gargoyle units, and the allies are taken care of, but getting into the meat and veg of this. So the character that we all love. The Grotesque Champion, which I use as a filler for the Horde, he is almost done and looking super pretty. So once he's ready to go, I'll take Tastes. a snap and throw it on the facey page. Nice. Yeah. But it's, um, it's good getting back into that army, because I was stuck for months and months. I don't know how to what scheme I should do the Grotesque. Like, I do a Google search and everyone's running kind of browny, red skin. Like, yeah, it doesn't look right, but um, I've gone for a charcoal skin colour. Yeah. It's a nice dark armour and popping eyes and I think it looks good but um yeah they'll be ready soon and hopefully you'll like them too because I want that painting price (laughs) (laughs) that's all (laughs) but other than that not doing much hobby Viv is still overseas so I've still got a couple of weeks to paint the rest of his Malifaux stuff and then I don't know what's happening after that you better get a move on yeah yeah Yeah. all right I think we'll leave it there unless you got anything else to say no I think that's it no Okay, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, thanks, Mr. Matthew Selleck, the one and only. No, for thanks for having me. Um, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See you guys. Yeah, direct misfire blowing up the game. Talking many war games is our aim. From rule books to advice, we cover it all. With the best tactics, we never fall. Ben 
some and spoon all your host every vid Misfiring, but aiming up ahead Comment, like, and subscribe today Keeping you notified and up to date Come check us out at facebook.com slash directmisfire Or shoot us over an email at directmisfire at gmail.com